Maximum News is a political satire podcast. The views expressed by the hosts or guests do not necessarily represent the views of the network or our sponsors. Also, it's very hard to talk about people like Ted Cruz without saying lots and lots of swear words. So maybe don't listen with the small little children persons. Welcome back to Maximum News, everybody. My name is Michael Zampino. And I'm TJ Clark. And it's been another uh, hell of a week. Uh, <laughs> when we left you last, we were literally uh, in the process of watching uh, the Tennessee House vote, uh, the Tennessee Three. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were voting as we were, as we were recording. And so we didn't get to um, talk about the fact that they voted um, the two black guys and not the white lady. <laughs> yeah. Out, yeah, um, in, not in, even being subtle about. And if if you if you wouldn't mind, let's try and find uh, if we could those those leaked audio tapes. Um, uh, so since then, uh, this past week, um, in both Nashville and Memphis, uh, their uh, their local legislatures uh, essentially uh, held votes to reinstate both Justin's Jones and Pearson, uh, who had been expelled. Uh, from their uh, elected seats uh, in the House, in the state House, they had been expelled from their seats for uh, exercising um, a uh, protest on the House floor on uh, gun laws. Um, and uh, since then, we have had um, a series of uh, audio tapes come out. Um, and listen, there's no way that these tapes aren't coming from another Republican oh, yeah. inside. Like this is somebody inside their state house. That's a rational, reasonable person or one of their assistants. Maybe somebody. somebody yeah, yeah. But somebody in there is saying, all right, the things that these motherfuckers <laughs> are saying out yeah. loud to each other has got to be heard by the public. Yeah. Um, and thank God for them. Uh, so yeah, let's just go ahead and, uh, and play a little bit of this. If, if we, uh, if we could, and I think now more than ever, everyone should recognize that Democrats are not our friends. I listened for the last three days to Democrats, Sam McKenzie, Chisholm, Parkinson, trash us as racist. I've never had anybody call me a racist. <laughs> Nobody in your little bubbles ever called you a racist? <laughs> is how this is the most racist place for a white, one of these white supremacists. Good Lord, we have to realize they are not our friends. They can smile, and man, that doesn't mean I can't be polite to them, but they are not our friends. Okay. They destroy the republic and the foundation of who we are, or we preserve it. They destroy the, the republic. Scary. If the last three days have not proven that, you need to find a new job. There has never been a more important time for us to be unified. There are 75 of us. 
Let them call them of the names that are going to call them. We need to move forward. We need to pass the drum bill. We need to pass the pronoun bill, wherever Mark is. The pronoun Man, we bill. do not slow down because of their crap. We can't. The only way we move forward with some sort of unity is to call out what happened on the House floor the other night. Yes, sir. I feel like we were hung out to dry by a couple of members. And Jody, I'm just going to say it here because you signed the letter. You straight up came to me and said you were 100% where I was. And you went on the house floor and you did the opposite. Man, you hung us out in the drive. And I like you personally. This is not personal. And if Brian Terry was here, I'd say the same thing to him. This would have been wow. bad. Wow. God, we were called, we brought the racism into it because you didn't stay with us. But I need to know, and I don't want to hear why she, there wasn't a preponderance or evidence or an attorney. I need to know why you flipped your vote at the last minute. You didn't let them know beforehand. Giving Johnny a 15 minute heads up doesn't cut it. And if Brian Terry was here, I want to hear from him too. I have to know. We're going to kick the staff out. This is the place to say it. I haven't lied to anybody. Not one time. And it pisses me off to suggest that I have. And some of my friends in here suggested that I've lied. And that's bull crap. I walked into that room to vote to expel all three of them, just like all y'all. And the letter that I sent to the speaker, it says exactly what it says. Throw the book at it. Everything you've got. It doesn't say expulsion. It's not in there. But Jeez, these guys are fucking. Yeah. Before we ever started on Jones, I got a list of questions from Johnny Garrett. Johnny says, You're on the list that the speaker has to ask questions. Sat there through Jones, made notes. I went to Johnny and said, Johnny, can I go off script? Johnny says, Yeah, go for it. The speaker never called him. We voted. I hit the green vote because that's what I'm there for. Then we get into Florida and immediately. Questions start coming up about the resolution. I know what she did. I know that she did break the rules. And I know that she deserves to be expelled. We gotta do it right. And that's what? right. While this is going wow. on, Sweeter came to my desk. He said, Hey, you think we're doing good? I said, No. We haven't established the case. Gino's had two cracks at her, and the only things he's established is that she stood at the well. That's it. He didn't fix any of the problems with the resolution. He didn't establish that she'd been here ten years or twelve years and knew that it was better than the other two. Why are we still in session? Because we're in between bills. Why did you get down by order? Because the speaker <coughs> was disorderly conduct and all right, that's probably good. But basically, you've got a whole bunch of uh, a whole bunch of dudes that are really upset that they got called out for exactly what they were doing. Um, you know, the fact that this motherfucker has the balls to be like, I've never had anybody call me a racist in my life. Sure, you haven't. Yeah, you've got a tiny bubble. Yeah, there's a reason why you haven't. It's because everybody else around you is probably also a racist. You know, if you surround yeah. yourself with those people none of them are going to call you that they're gonna, hey did you know that we're racist like that doesn't happen i mean how many racists know they're racists exactly. like just the neo-nazi like the nazis yeah. like most other normal racists they don't think they're racist no. but they fucking hella yeah, are because they don't see it as racism they, they think it's just like the right thing correct and uh spoiler it ain't <laughs> yeah i mean uh yeah the tennessee ha these super majorities are so fucking dangerous. They really are. Um, and I mean, if you don't know what gerrymandering is or how it works, Ugh. do a little bit of research into, um, you know, basically the way it works is you have so many districts in your state, right? Yeah. And then you, or in your county or whatever, and 
basically, so you figure out where all the Democratic votes are coming <laughs> from, right? Yeah. And you redraw your district lines so that each, each district has as few of those Democrats as humanly possible, mm-hmm. if not zero. And you put all of the Democratic votes that you can into one county, yeah. Uh, so that they then lose and have, yeah. uh, you know, maybe one, two representatives at the at the very, very most, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, and then you wind up with places like Tennessee, where it's a seventy, what seventy six, twenty four, something like that. It's an unwieldy uh, super majority. Yeah, but it's insane uh, that this is allowed to happen. And what and what comes of it is exactly what's happened in our country, where you have a majority of the people believing one way, but then you have leaders of state houses, yeah, doing other things because complete opposite than what the majority because they have of no one to answer beliefs. to anymore because they've drawn their fucking district lines, yeah. so that they win no matter what. Yeah. and it's happening here in Oklahoma. It's oh, terrible yeah. here. Yeah. It's been awful here. I just keep watching our fucking districts get redrawn. Yeah. Oh, that happens, and I, and I have been checking up because um. Meet the Press, they have this great newsletter daily like where they break down numbers. And they had, uh, of course, they've been covering the Tennessee a lot, and they had a list of other state houses with supermajorities that have slowly started passing rules to mm, yes. to stifle dissent, basically. Yeah, did you have that uh, pulled up? Yeah, um, so like the, it, it started when um, the, the Justin Jones and Justin Pearson were on Meet the Press, and um, Justin Jones was talking about... Um, yeah, they've they've limited debate to what they say is five minutes, but in reality, you ask one question and then they spend the five minutes answering it, and your time is up. So yep. it's just stuff like that. It's like it seems like it's nothing, but basically they're they're literally taking away the voice of the opposite opposite um, party. And yeah, this, they this just they, like they basically filibuster the other people's time. Yeah, you know, they're just jibber jabbering through their time so that they can't. Yeah, speak. and it's usually to to stifle, like yeah, like anything that like helps speed up votes or limits time, and it's like they just want to like rush through as much like conservative legislation as they can, so they they limit debate times, they limit voting times, they pass all these rules that seem innocuous and small, but what it is is like it's it's extremely yeah. limiting the power of the other side, and that's yeah. not how fucking democracy works. And it's also making it so they stay in power too, which is yes. Like- and listen, here's the thing: uh, if your idea is the better idea, or if more people think it's the better idea, then that gets to be the thing, and that's how democracy works. Yeah. You don't get to go out and say everyone hates the thing we want to do. So let's figure out how to fuck everyone out of being able <laughs> yeah. to stop us from doing yeah. it and call it a democracy. I mean, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. And, and to be fair, like, uh, it's the same when, when Democrats have a supermajority too. Like, the, and meet the press, they listed states that have done it, and Colorado was one, which wasn't really a rule change, but the Democratic majority in Colorado were able to enact a rule that was already on the books. I don't know, like rules, house rules, it's so strange for state by state. I would love to comb through Oklahoma's at some point because I'm guaranteed we have some wacky shit. But basically, like they were trying to pass some gun legislation and they, the the Democrats like blocked it so they couldn't filibuster basically and they yeah. could just do what they wanted to do. Yeah. Which like, I mean, we should, the Democrats do it too. Anyone who has like a super majority, like 
they're they're controlling things. Like it's going to be For tough sure. if you have a, and uh, it's not right either way. No, it's not right. like yeah. a Democrats because definitely still, shouldn't be out there fucking gerrymandering either. That you don't redraw your district lines to like I don't. Neither party should be doing that. It should be criminal. Because what's scary for me is they now they see Democrats as enemies, <laughs> you know, and it's not like working with these people. It's like they're out to get us. We have to stop them and rid them and get them all out of here. <laughs> and by out to get them, they mean they're out to give you health care. They're out to give you <laughs> yeah, education. Exactly. They're out to give you like. Which is like, yeah, the, the Democrats in Colorado are doing it, but they're doing it to pass gun control <laughs> legislation. Yeah. It's and like, none of these laws, once again, we'll reiterate, none of these laws are talking about taking existing guns away. Yeah. Not one. Yeah. You know, uh, the only time that's ever a thing is in a, a red flag law situation, you know, where yeah. where someone who's been flagged as a, as a potential threat could potentially have weapons taken away. That seems reasonable to me. Yeah. But, but then they go, oh, but how will they deem you a threat? What if they just deem you a threat just because? Well... <laughs> Yeah. How many guns do I have in this <laughs> fucking hypothetical? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But it's uh, it's terrifying. And like hearing that language from that that audio, and then we had audio leaked audio of a of a P- Tulsa police officer saying almost the exact same thing that they're the greatest threat to democracy is a white Democrat. He said specifically. <laughs> and I mean, the, the dog whistles are just whistles now. Yeah. It's, oh yeah. Like there's sirens. <laughs> yeah, the dog whistles are now sirens. Yeah, and it's really fucked up. Uh, and it, yeah, you love hearing that from your cops. Yeah, but back to the Tennessee case. There is some yeah. good news, right? They got yes, reinstated they they've week. both been reinstated. Um, essentially, what happens is um, they a special election has to happen to fill the seat. However, those uh, those districts, the those counties can. They have to pick an interim person to fill the seat until the special <laughs> the special election. Yeah, and there is absolutely nothing that says that they can't just put that same person right the fuck back in there. Which is exactly and, what and that's did. exactly what they did. So less than a week after they were less than a week after they were expelled, uh, Justin Jones was already back. Yeah, uh, and. Uh, Boy, oh boy, was it fun watching those assholes sit there watching him God. speak. I want the leak audio from that. The, the, After the, that, the, the yeah. caucus meeting, like where they know he's coming back. I mean, you got to imagine these guys are so fucking furious. They thought they were going to just like be able to get through. I mean, you heard the guy like, oh, yeah, they thought they were just going to bully their way to whatever they wanted. And yep. now the whole fucking country is looking at the whole world. This <laughs> yeah. is international news yeah. now. They know that they're a fucking laughing stock. Yeah. You know, it's, gonna, and I, uh, it's great to see. I mean, how paranoid are those guys to even speak in a room together? I don't know. I, I mean, they should alone. fucking yeah, be. Yeah, they're fucking terrified, and that's kind of fun. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Make racists afraid again. <laughs> yeah. Um, listen, uh, I, I don't know. The, the idea of kicking out elected people for, you know, using these bullshit loopholes and saying like, oh, house decorum, house decorum. Yeah. Uh, Meanwhile, people were pissing on other people's seats (laughs) in that house and and were not expelled for that. Um, If speaking up in protest for gun legislation is a worse break of decorum than urinating on another house member's chair. Yeah. 
priorities are pretty out of fucking whack when it comes to decorum. Because yeah. if that's the argument you're using, you better hold every motherfucker to that standard. Yeah. And you're not, and we see it, we see right through it. You know, and and the thing is, is that they they knew in the moment, like, okay, this is gonna this is gonna kill with our base. They're gonna fucking eat this shit up. Yeah, they're gonna love it, and they did. But now they're realizing how small that base actually <laughs> is. Yeah, and that the only reason they have that's the thing they have such a majority that they feel like they everyone. are the, oh, the representation of everyone. Absolutely. They're like everyone thinks like us because we're all that's here. Like no, when they're, when they're bubble small, when they're bubble small, and everyone around them is nodding their heads in agreement. Yep, and they see any opposing viewpoints as the enemy. Yeah. Hey, listen. When I'm at my country club and my golf club, I've never once been called a racist <laughs> by all my other racist friends. Well, I'm in this room of white, other white rich senators, and yeah. none of all have ever called me racist. When we all sit around talking about how to fuck the poor people and keep them poor and keep them uneducated, nobody's ever calling me a racist. Ay, ay, ay. Yeah. What the fuck? Um... <laughs> Yes. Everything is horrible always. Everything is awful. <laughs> <laughs> Everything sucks um, ass when you're in the U.S. Not really. Uh, okay, let's get into this Texas judge, Matthew Kaczmarek. Uh, uh, I believe yeah. that's the Forbes article there. Um, so another deeply problematic thing in our country right now is the shopping of judges. Um, when you have people uh, within a certain agenda and uh, and it, it again it happens on both sides you know yeah and but it's something that that's deeply problematic um and it just goes to the core of of how problematic judges running on political stances is in and of itself mm -hmm. you know and i realize that you know that's not a thing that we could necessarily solve um because if you start making them you know not talk about their political stances, whatever, it's just going to be more secretive. It's yeah. just going to, you know, we're just going to not know who these assholes are until they show up for work. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what the solution is. However, it is problematic whenever you can say, I want to end access to an abortion drug that has been safe and legal and approved by the FDA for however many fucking years. Um, and, and when I say effective, I mean 99.9999. Like, it's like point zero 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 eight something like <laughs> yeah. it's so yeah. unbelievably low um and they know that okay we take this case and we go and we find the most backwards cuckoo conservative judge <laughs> that trump was able to push through uh -huh. and we bring it to him totally. knowing that he'll rule in our favor and then it can get kicked up to our good old friends uh oh yeah uh, alito and and clarence thomas and and all those good 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 friends mm-hmm and uh, and they know they got a six, you know, yeah. a six oh, three yeah. majority Speaking there. Of super majorities. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it's really fucked up that this is something you can actually do. Yeah. Um, but so this is the guy that uh, he. Uh, one of the things that came out last week, um, and this is it was reported by the the post, um, uh, was that. He removed his name from an article that criticized transgender care and abortion protections on religious grounds during his judicial nomination process, all but ensuring that it would not be brought up during the confirmation process. Um, that's some dirty shit. Yeah. Kazmarek yeah. asked for his name to be removed from the article for, quote, reasons I may discuss at a later <laughs> date. <laughs> 
unquote, and be replaced by two co-workers at the religious freedom-focused law firm First Liberty Institute, where he worked. The article was not disclosed by Kazmarek, who had already been interviewed by Republican Senators Ted Cruz and John Cornyn in a questionnaire submitted to the Senate Judiciary Committee, which reviews all judicial nominations and requires nominees to disclose all published works. Yeah. So we just got judges out here lying, right? Straight up lying with agendas, with specific agendas saying, I'm going to get on this bench so that I can end access to abortion. Yeah. The same reason why we got half of our Supreme Court justices. I mean, what the fuck? Yeah. It's unbelievable. This guy, and in, in, I feel like even in his confirmation hearing, there were several questions where his answers were, I mean, <laughs> problematic is putting it lightly. Yeah. Uh, and and yeah, sure enough, there's all of these motherfuckers get pushed through. I feel like this is this is like a long game that conservatives have been playing that that like oh, liberals yeah. definitely slept on. Like you know what I mean? Like oh for sure. Like this is all coming to like like how much the like judges the judicial branch like controls our government. The fact that there isn't uh, way louder uh, efforts against like the Heritage Foundation and yeah. all that. Like these motherfuckers, the First Liberty Institute. Yes. you know these places like this, like. Like, how does anyone from the First Liberty Institute become a judge? Like, that's not, that's like a very leaning yeah, absolutely. institution, right? Yeah, it's a, quote, a religious freedom-focused <laughs> yeah. law firm. Which is not which, an objective person who's on that group. And when, when you hear religious freedom in the context of a conservative in the United States of America, yeah. that means the the... The freedom, freedom, the freedom to practice Christianity and only Christianity, yeah. and the freedom to outlaw anything but yeah, that's and absolutely that's right. exactly what they mean when they say freedom focus, religious freedom focus. Yeah, um, yeah, fuck that. No, I I want freedom from your bullshit religion <laughs> exactly uh, because it is one of the most damaging things in the history of mankind. Yeah, uh, and the fact that modern Christianity right now is. 90% grifters, abusers, yeah. liars, and just shifty motherfuckers like that Carl Lentz piece of shit, uh, which I've been seeing people apologize for him, like these these local Christians that are like... Oh, is that the guy who started working for... Yeah, the fucking... Transformation? Um, the, uh, the Hillsong yeah. piece of shit. Uh, yeah, and it's just it's it's insane how 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 they're able to apologize for that guy and how they're only talking about like well you know he cheated on his wife and he apologized so it's all good and it's like what about all the other allegations what yeah. about all the other yeah oh yeah they love overlooking overlooking what they don't yeah want to talk about <laughs> yeah it's just insane uh and, and the idea that the that they. They want so badly for us to, you know, you don't fucking touch my Second Amendment. The Second Amendment is so precious. Mm -hmm. But stomp but all the over the First, first Amendment all clearly states yeah. not basing laws based in religion. Yeah. Any religion, even yours. Yeah. That's one of the, like, when I was a child. Even if you think yours is right. Exactly. Like, when I'm a child learning about our country, one of the very first things I remember is separation of church and state. Yeah. Like that, that to my mind, that's like one of our like fundamental things. Like the founding fathers said all sorts of shit that was like, hey, um, no, 
the religion's kind of cuckoo and it does not belong in the government. Yeah. And now it's trickled all through our system, through yeah. judges and everything. And even the religious founding fathers that were religious were like, yeah, it should this stay is, out there, yeah. though. This is like, that's on gross. Sunday in the other building. We yeah. do that over there. <laughs> yeah. And these guys were horrible. They were terrible slave-owning pieces <laughs> But they knew that, at least. Yeah. And they knew, yeah, don't, you know, the, the invisible sky daddy doesn't come into the government. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we want to keep God separate from this horrible shit we're doing to, yeah, no to shit, black right? people and others. Yeah, we got Yeah, we got to keep God out of this fundamentally racist <laughs> laws we're writing. <laughs> he would not be happy about any of the stuff we're doing in our country. <laughs> Especially that Jesus cat. Yeah. He'd really not like it. <laughs> Old Testament God might dig some of it, though. That's he true. Was, he was pretty yeah, fucked they, up. That is true. He, he's super dark. Um, okay, so yeah, this guy's terrible, and uh, he's the reason why this mephipristone thing is going to get kicked up to the Supreme Court. And um, which is going to be interesting. I, I mean, I'm I'm interested in seeing how they how they do this. Well, because it's a complete contradiction to what exactly. they did with the Dobbs decision. Because yeah, I kind of love it. The Dobbs decision said this is the job of the states, and we are not to get involved. Yeah. Now the states are saying make the decision for everyone. Exactly. So I know it's great. It's great that they have to make this decision. Yeah, they're either going to have to wear their corruption on their sleeve, yeah, or they're going to have to piss off a lot of people in yeah. their base. And and Republicans are starting to see, like, abortion might not be the the issue to hang their hat on either because it's so deeply unpopular. Yeah, <laughs> and like the vote, there was the vote in Kansas, like way back, you know, like yes, the, and then there was one recently too. Was it, oh man, I don't even want to say because I don't remember, but there was another vote. Yeah. Um, I think it was about judges, but they said ultimately it was about abortion. Right. That leaned towards uh, pro-life stuff, right? That's so like, or pro-choice stuff, sorry. Correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like voters are obviously wanting abortion rights to stay. Even, even, even. And Republicans see Well, and I'm like, even a good chunk of pro-life people recognize that these, you know, six-week bans with no exceptions yeah. are are in, are incredibly in, in, like, at six weeks, you don't know you're pregnant most of the time. <laughs> yeah. Like, you, you can't say that you only have that window where you might not even know you're pregnant. Mm. And then if you were raped uh, or, or uh, a victim of incest, that you have to then prove it. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that Ron DeSantis like passed that like yeah, he late just at night. Eleven o'clock at night. Nope. And uh and it's already kicking back at him. Uh yeah. there's already talks about donors souring on him. Um people in the state of Florida yeah. are not stoked about it. Yeah. Um and if Florida's not stoked about your <laughs> deeply conservative law, yeah, like it might be too much because Florida loves that shit. But what's great is it seems like these like ultra ultra like conservative I don't know like puppet masters have been like orchestrating through the courts this system to get rid of abortion but because they're fucking out of touch with reality and the country the rest of the country is like now cool with it yeah <laughs> right so and now it's like backfiring because you have all these like old school like conservative guys who've been like planting judges and like playing this game of chess yep. for a long time and it's succeeded but now like the current life Voters and, and people are like, no, like this, and it's backfiring on them. And like the discussion, I don't think they expected like the 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 push. I know they were going to get pushback uh, from from 
from progressives, but I don't think they expected the pushback from what they saw as just like your average. What it is is Christian it's the American it's the dog chasing the car scenario. Yeah, you know they when say they what <laughs> what what are you going to do if you catch it? Yeah. Well, in this the, case, <laughs> they caught it, but the reason they caught it is because it had to slam on the brakes and they face planted into the fucking <laughs> rear end yeah. and broke their neck. Yeah, and a lot of the guys in the Supreme Court just uh, are horrible, right? Like we yeah. know that. So deeply, and deeply it is, corrupt. It is, it is scary to see which way this goes because I could see them just not giving a fuck. But like, like the reasons they gave, right? Like this directly like puts that on the table. They're going to have to directly contradict themselves yeah. if they're going if they to rule in favor of getting rid of this drug. Yeah. Uh, they yeah they. Will I still think the, it's not good because like if they do lean it towards state rights, then it's going to be like if you're in Oklahoma, you're probably not going to be able to get. Yeah, all it's going to be gone. Yeah, for and sure. And that's fucked up. It is. Uh, but you know what? That's where uh, that's where a nice little underground railroad of uh, of abortion <laughs> yeah, drugs is uh, is called for. Yeah. Uh, and listen, you know, uh, I, this might be problematic to say, but uh, I'm all for shit like that. Like, if you're, you know, if you're that person, and you're like, listen, I'm in, I'm over here in this state where we got it. Like, mm-hmm. come, come over here. Best reviews as an unbiased what team. The that That's on one of these uh, <laughs> one of these tabs here. One of these open tabs just decided to troll us in the middle of it. <laughs> That's funny. I think it was that that guy right there. Ah, this this guy. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, that's fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, like you said, it's 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 backfiring hard, and it's 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 fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, but the I say that that part is watching them get sort of shit on in the backlash is fun to watch. But what's happening in the meantime is oh. unbelievably Horrible. inhumane. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, and inhumane might not be enough. It's it's cruel. It's just cruelty. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing makes it like they said judges shouldn't be getting involved in like the things that the FDA approved. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like that's it just seems like every like it's not just abortion. This whole thing is just like fucked up in yeah. a number of ways. I'm glad you brought this back up. This actually has a nice little list. If you scroll, um, it's got a bunch of his uh, sort of uh, this. This was um, to try and basically keep him from getting confirmed uh the leadership conference on civil and human rights uh basically wrote a letter to the senators saying uh hey this this guy should not be a judge a federal judge and here are all the different reasons why um like for lgbt uh lgbt animus uh it says mr kesmerick fundamentally disapproves of lgbt people in 2015 op-ed he wrote quote in this century, sexual revolutionaries are litigating and legislating to remove the fourth and final pillar of marriage law, <laughs> sexual difference and complementary, or wait, complementarity. The major and growing Abrahamic religious denominations, Catholic, Protestant, Jewish, share a binary view of the human person and human sexuality. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> the catechism holds that homosexual acts are intrinsically disordered and contrary to natural <laughs> law and do not proceed from a genuine, effective, and sexual complementarity. How, how does that person become a judge who writes those words? I do not know. Uh, of also, course, uh, Kazmarek has expressed long, uh, strong opposition to a Obergefell. Sexual- <laughs> which is the the marriage equality um 
sorry, I'm still hung up on sexual <laughs> sexual revolutionaries removing the fourth pillar of marriage. Oh, we finally, man, we've been wanting to get rid of that fourth that's pillar. The fourth we one, got rid of really those other three a long time ago, man. Yeah. But that but one's like, holding strong. That, that man and woman, that's yeah. what's holding marriage together because, you know, those, no no man and woman who gets married ever gets divorced. Well, and they always use that shit of like like trying to, to mask their bigotry in saying that it's an attack on their institutions. <laughs> that like gay yeah. people getting married is somehow an attack on marriage. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's just two people getting a joint bank like, account I'm, and uh, shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not homophobic. I just really want to protect the sanctity of marriage. Okay. What is that? What does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. This isn't all. This is. These are all ideas that we've made up. Yeah. So this guy really hates. Yeah, uh, hates marriage inequality. Helps. Really hates gay people. Really hates women. Um. Again. (laughs) Oh, anti-trans. Super anti-trans. Oh yeah. Surprise there. Yep. So yeah. Anyway, how does so so these judges get nominated, like appointed, nominated? How do we? How does it work? The confirmation process. So essentially, the the federal judges they get suggested uh, to the judiciary committee, and then they go through a confirmation process where they're normally they would have disclosed all of those publications, Mm -hmm. so that shit would have uh, been read by them. Yeah. Um, And then they uh, are are voted on by a by a committee. Okay. um, And confirmed. Um, now this is, you know, this is when, uh, Trump had basically everything that, you know, the, the Senate, the house yeah. and, and everything was basically under his control. Um, so they just were just one after the other pushing Cranking these through guys judges. through. Yeah. yeah. Just knowing that they had the numbers to confirm them no matter how, no matter what. Which I heard Biden was doing similar things this his first four years, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, you're basically trying to counteract uh, the, the Which, numbers. Yeah, like, once you do that, I know like once your predecessor, like throw something on the table. Like, and and they've been doing him. this for years. This yeah. is a, you know, it's a game, you know, the, the Republicans are, and here's the thing. The big difference in how this game is played is that one side has a very specific and very hateful agenda. And the other side is genuinely just trying to combat that agenda. Yeah. And it's, you know, like there's no judges being appointed by Democrats that are trying to, you know, like there is not, you don't see, anti-gun judges being (laughs) shoved, you know, because it's not a thing. There's not an anti-gun judge. There is just actual unbiased judges, and then there's these fucking guys, (laughs) you know? And the the idea that there wouldn't be, you know, maybe a super left-leaning biased judge on the other end, I'm not saying that's not a thing, but these aren't the people that are being put through. You know, they're putting people through that they know are going to vote in in a reasonable and and non um, agended manner. Yeah. Uh, to basically balance the numbers of all the people that were shoved through in the previous administration. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Gross. And yeah. The, and the people just get fucked over. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. While, while the two parties play tennis. And, yeah. Other, well, yeah. and we have to just keep hoping that the that we can balance it out enough to to keep this shit from happening. Yeah. And we're and we're losing those numbers. Um, and right now it really sucks because you know like uh, we we can go back into the the Clarence Thomas shit. 
You know, even more news came out about this guy buying houses from Clarence Thomas in the beginning of their relationship. Yeah. Um, You know, before they had the guise of like, no, this is just my best friend. Um, And, you know, the idea that this guy isn't pushing an agenda on Clarence Thomas is just stupid. There's no way it's not happening. But the, the, the fucked up thing is that the only way to get rid of Clarence Thomas would be through impeachment, Mm -hmm. which requires a majority of the house. Yeah. We don't have that. (laughs) And there's not enough reasonable Republicans Mm -mm. to see the facts as they are and not just vote to keep their majority in the Supreme Court. Oh, yeah. And they're especially not going to get a vote to lose. They're not going to listen to the facts. To lose a conservative. Exactly. They're not going to listen to the facts of the case. They're only going to know, like, if I vote against him, we lose a Republican or we lose, you know, a conservative on the Supreme Court. And their, their mind is made up going in. So, you know. Uh, and not to say the democratic minds aren't also made up going in, but to be fair, they've been made up by, um, some pretty significant reporting, (laughs) you know, like some pretty, some pretty, like that ProPublica piece is pretty hard to discredit. Yeah. You know, like that, that was some very well reported uh, stuff. His, oh, it was great. Yeah. That was some great investigative. Uh, It'd be very hard to break that apart. It's very hard to to take that and, and sort of poke holes in it because it was so well done. Yeah, and it's such a weak... And I think they've changed the rules from what I understand to to, to be less lenient on the like personal friend. It's like gifts from a personal friend, right? Like, yeah, you have to ex- disclose anything over like $450. Yeah. Any gift over $450. Is that the new, the new change? Because I know there was some kind of update recently. No, it's been... I think it's been, been that been way. way. It was that way before. Yeah. Um. But, but no, they. Claimed, I know yeah. they. They changed something that basically said that you're allowed. Like, it, it was basically saying that like you could take accommodations from friends. Like, so if uh, if I was uh, say you and I lived in a different city and uh, I had to come there and you offered to just let me oh, crash yeah, at your house, place. yeah, you know that's allowed. Yeah. Um. But if that's, your place yeah. is uh, a, a yacht, a, a, yeah, a super yacht, and you're flying there on private jets and doing all sorts of other shit. Oh, and yeah. also, I'm going to be there to talk to you about agendas. And I'm going to bring some friends, too. Exactly. Yeah. That's where it gets a little different. But it's like he defends himself by saying, oh, yeah, I was fine with the rules. Like, I asked when I first became a judge. And then, but it feels like Republicans, conservatives, are like, oh, okay, it's fine then. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not fine. And also he knew it wasn't fine because if it was fine, <laughs> he would have disclosed that on yeah, everything absolutely. when he was running, when he was being confirmed. Yeah. They would have known, oh, Harlan Crow oh, just, like, this guy taking his name just off bought of- several properties from you, yeah. including your mother's home that she still lives in. Just like the guy taking his name off that essay. These people know. Yeah. They fucking know. They know what they're doing. They know. The idea that, yeah, the idea that that just, oh, I, my bad. And uh, then the people who could do something about it and be <laughs> like, oh, you lied to us. We're impeaching you because of their fucking team sport mentality. They're like, oh, well, we're going to have to stick by this guy. You know what? And we don't want. Every time I think of this team sport mentality bullshit that, that keeps Republicans doing this shit, yeah. I just think back to how fucking mad I am that Al Franken's not still in the Senate. I know. The fact that we stuck to our guns and we're like, no, yeah. we have to do the right thing. We have to do the right thing. Yeah. Uh, how far has that gotten us? No, yeah. <laughs> Being decent people. It really- doesn't feel like it's the option anymore. <laughs> yeah. I know. I've, I've thought that before too. Like, do I want the like politicians who represent my you know, majority of my political beliefs. Do I want them to be just like fucking animals? You know, like I don't, like, I really yeah. don't like, I, yeah. I like, 
I remember at the time being like, you know what? This sucks ass and it's only a picture and I really like... I think it's wrong, but I also don't think it's worth expulsion or worth him losing a seat. Yeah. Um, but I was like, it definitely had to be addressed, you know, especially yeah. if if you're going the to time, be the, the timing of it was well, and especially if you're going to be the party of saying like, hey, these things we can't we can't let people do these type of things, you know, yeah. that we this is a behavior that we don't accept. Then we have to hold them to the same standard, and that's why at the time it happened. But yeah. but also like. I think there's a big difference between admonishing someone and like, you know, uh, especially for something on that level, you know, the fact that, that, that this, we were talking about a picture where he was pantomiming, grabbing a sleep, a sleeping lady's (laughs) boobies. Yeah. It's not great at all. (laughs) However, does it rise to like pissing on another person's seat (laughs) or, you know, you know, like actually touching someone or or, I don't know, rape like a couple of uh, Supreme court justices like putting pubes on a Coke can Clarence Thomas. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Let's not forget that that was a big part of that story. Yeah. Was him putting his fucking pubic hair on her Coca-Cola. <laughs> yeah. So that it would, what, go in her mouth? What the fuck is wrong <laughs> with you, Clarence? What are you, fucking 12? Uh, I'm into some weird shit, Clarence. Also, yeah, what is this weird, like, neg flirting that you're doing? Like, <laughs> yeah. like that's something, like, that's a prank that, like, gross dudes do on their buddy. Like, like that's like a jackass totally prank. Like, my pube, Yeah, dude. that's like Steve-O and shit. Like, I just put a pube on your beer and you drank it. Ha, ha, ha. Like, what the fuck? He's like, if she swallows it, part of me will be inside if of her. If she swallows my me. pube, then then I'll be in her. <laughs> Ew, Clarence, you gross. He probably eats pudding with his fingers. <laughs> oh, let's just, Can you know just what? Uh, let's just put, let's just pivot to pudding fingers if we could. <laughs> old pivot. <laughs> Hello, old pudding finger pivot. That's what we're calling it here at Max News. Um, so there was a story that came out a while back about. Um, that <laughs> the Daily Beast reported last month that DeSantis once ate chocolate pudding with three fingers, <laughs> citing two s- sources familiar with the incident. Quote, he would sit in meetings and eat in front of people. A former staffer told the outlet, quote, always like a starving animal <laughs> who has never eaten before, getting shit everywhere. <laughs> So I 100% believe that. So Trump being Trump and one of the only things that I'll ever get him, give him credit for is, is homie knows how to (laughs) fucking hit you. Like homie knows how to smack someone while they're down. He's a king bully. Yeah. He's a, he's a real dickhead. Um, and so he made, if bullies had a Pope, he made an attack ad on Ron DeSantis and it's objectively funny. (laughs) because he's poking fun at old pudding fingers and the way he eats pudding. Um, But it's also (laughs) deeply disgusting to watch because it is just a man eating pudding, uh, pudding cups with three fingers, just really digging in there. Um, Three fingers. Yeah. Three, three fingers specifically. Yeah. You get more coverage. You can get actually, you can scoop the whole side of the, you're going to miss miss some at the bottom. That's where it (laughs) is. You you have a little circle at the bottom. You you get three (laughs) fingers in there. You get that part. (laughs) Yeah. And you make more of a cup. If you like cup your fingers. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, It's real gross to watch, but the metaphor that they're going for, for is attacking Ron DeSantis's um, <laughs> dipping into quote dipping his fingers into uh, things like Social Security and Medicare. What a shitty metaphor! 
It's the grossest way, but it's but hey, credit where credit's due. It's a very smart idea to in Florida of all places make sure that the large majority of Floridians that are mm. retired people know oh, yeah. that Ron DeSantis wants to take scary. away their benefits. Yeah. It's smart. It's, it's a smart season. play. Yeah. Honestly, like credit where credit's due. It's a smart fucking play. Yeah. However, real gross to watch. Yeah. Because this dude, uh, and credit to the, the the actor that they got to do this, he is just, <laughs> he, commits to he committed, he, he is to the knuckles with three <laughs> fingers into his mouth, licking this pudding off, and it is fucking gnarly. Do you think they gnarly. made like, a bigger cup? Because most pudding cups are pretty shallow. They're like, we made a special cup just so we could get like his fingers in there deeper. I don't know. Just to that... get that visual. Like if I'm, I, I'm in like video production, so I'm thinking like, we're how do we need, make this? We're gonna need a deeper cup. Gnarly. Yeah, like they had a special cup made uh, just to be extra gross, just bleh. to knuckle it, just to get the knuckles just to get in. down to the knuckles. Yeah, yeah he's knuckle deep in that pudding, <laughs> and then he's knuckle deep in his mouth though. Like all fi- the, the fingers are As all the way like almost gagging. Like <laughs> cup to mouth. I wonder if he accidentally gagged himself. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> yeah, definitely. No, he. Jesus. <laughs> This is also my favorite tweet ever because the text of the tweet just says "pudding fingers." <laughs> yep. Well, pudding fingers is Santa's pudding fingers. It's a it's a better nickname than any of the ones we've had so far. Like meatball Ron. I'll take pudding fingers over meatball Ron all day. I'll yeah. take it over De Sanctimonious for sure. <laughs> I mean, that one was a swing and a miss. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, De Sanctimonious just it really it's a lot. It's a lot <laughs> yeah. of syllables. It is a lot. <laughs> but pudding fingers just really rolls off the tongue. Uh, it's it's like hot dog water. It's just a I good one. I can't wait one. for the debate where Trump pulls out. Oh, really? Pudding fingers? Isn't that right? Pudding fingers? <laughs> Look, I mean, I, if he did, I'd fucking high five him. Like, I'm not, <laughs> yeah. not going to lie. I'm not high fiving Ron DeSantis, that's for sure. <laughs> Hell no. I'm going to get that sticky pudding fingers. <laughs> oh, you're slobbering. <laughs> He's just dripping with spit, <laughs> getting shit everywhere. That's yeah. a quote. That's a direct <laughs> yeah, quote a direct from a former <laughs> staffer. Quote, getting shit everywhere. Like a and fucking child. In the video, child. it's like chocolate pudding, too. So it's just oh, yeah. They chose chocolate, chocolate too. Yeah. Like, they knew. They were like, we got to make it's this ad disgusting. Like, <laughs> there's like one color palette to that spot, and it's brown. And there's just like someone needs different to, shades of brown. Throughout someone the needs thing. to cut this commercial with the scene in Scrooge <laughs> when they're all reacting to the the gnarly commercial that uh, Bill Murray's character made. Do you remember that? No, I don't remember. Oh my God! So they made they made a commercial for the uh, the Christmas Carol that mm-hmm. they're doing, right? Remember his his television? They're yeah. doing Christmas Carol oh, live right. or whatever, right. right? So he makes this commercial that's like bombs and like all this <laughs> fucked up stuff and it's all talking about how like they're getting calls from people complaining about the ad or whatever and they need to cut that with this because it's like oh people are having nightmares totally <laughs> it's gross people are barfing all over themselves <laughs> yeah <laughs> it really kind of made me wretch a little bit it was so yeah. fucking gnarly i hate watching people eat period you know I mean, yeah, like I don't want TV. I don't want people watching me eat, and I don't really want to watch people eat either. Like local news, they love like tasting things on the air, and I hate no. it every time. Yeah, right. Especially with a microphone. Exactly. And then they have to talk and like read about fucking banana noises, a shooting after that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they've got like peanut butter in their mouth. <laughs> It's kind of hard to talk about a, a, a mass <laughs> shooting with like little bits of fucking <laughs> parsley in your teeth. Yeah. Because it was National Parsley Day or whatever ridiculous thing they like talking about. 
Pudding fingers, Jesus. Pudding fingers. So MAGA war room, uh, is that a is that a conservative? I mean, I'm assuming that's a. I assume, yeah. Unless it's just ironic. <laughs> mm, but I mean, they did really. pay for their blue check mark, so it's going to be legit. <laughs> MAGA war room. Oh, yeah, managed yeah. by Make America Great Again Incorporated, the MAGAPAC.com, which, by the way, I don't know if you heard, but uh, Jack Smith is now looking into um, Trump's fundraising for his uh, oh, legal yeah. defense fund, uh, basically swindling yeah, uh, his followers of money, right? out of tens of millions of dollars. Uh, once again, you know, Steve Bannon did this with the build the wall thing. They did it with mm. the, the stop the steal uh, and they did now they did it again with the Trump Defense Fund. Uh, I mean, it's just he's constantly grifting his supporters he's out of money. money. Yeah. Out of money. This guy is so rich, but he constantly so fucking fundraising. Chaos is his biggest business. I mean, it's fucked up. Like, yeah. Uh, tens of millions of dollars. People just keep just giving him money. I know. Keep giving him money. I know. Stop giving him money. I guarantee. <laughs> These are people who give money to their church all the time. And oh, just, for sure. So giving it to Trump seems like nothing. Really. Yeah, I mean, they're used to people mis just taking their money and misusing it exactly. and saying it's for one thing and using it for something. <laughs> yeah. I'm giving this money because it's going to a cause that I feel good about and it's making me feel good. Yeah. However, that cause is their pockets. <laughs> yeah, your, your money Whoops. is going to build a golden toilet. <laughs> you got tricked. You got tricked yeah. again. But also, he does have a lot of legal fees. Oh, he's got so, he's got, so, so, so many. A lot of and a lot more coming. A lot and I'm more sure coming. his lawyers are asking for a lot of money these days, too. Well, and he's running out of people willing to fucking <laughs> yeah. defend him, too. That's yeah. why I was so shocked that that one lawyer left his firm to take the job in the Stormy Daniels case. Yeah. Like, homie left his job. Yeah. He's like, that. I need my name in the news. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I can't imagine anything else he's going for other than the name recognition. Yeah. Because he's known for not paying his attorneys. Oh, yeah. Like, it is well known that people are like, yeah, he uh, he loves to not pay. Yeah. Like, he stiffs people all. The contractors, lawyers, yeah. you know. He's a grifter. He's a grifter. Yeah. <laughs> ay, ay, ay. Um, however, we got some news that um, the judge in the E. Jean Carroll case uh, said that he would not allow Trump to know the identity of the jurors in the case going in. <laughs> yeah. When you see someone like Donald Trump making great value tweets <laughs> about how the prosecutors are Soros-backed animals and attacking their family, their wives, their children, I mean... It's pretty easy to deduce why he might want to know the identities of the jurors. <laughs> yeah. And that's to intimidate them. Oh, yeah. And try and sway them. It's so weird. I mean, voter intimidation is a crime. Yeah. And Trump was basically like, Straight hey, <laughs> um, can I have their names so that I could do a crime on them? I'm trying to do a crime on them. And uh, if you could give me their. I'm having a hard time finding their names and addresses. I'm having a hard time doxing them to my insane base. Oh, God. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, yeah. the fact that he, I mean, the judge was like, hell no. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but that judge also is letting uh, the she's letting or the judge is now letting Trump's lawyers grill E. Jean Carroll about the fact that she was getting funding from the founder of LinkedIn. Oh yeah, 
And the founder of LinkedIn has been a noted uh, Trump critic. Yeah. However, arguments could be made about whether or not this is ethical, whether or not this is right. However, Cassidy Hutchinson, uh, I, I believe most of the staff that were questioned in uh, regards to January 6th, mm-hmm. almost all of them were given lawyers that were paid for mm. by Donald Trump. Yeah. So if her <laughs> getting funded by the yeah. founder of LinkedIn is not chill, yeah. wouldn't you funding all of their lawyers with specific, those lawyers then giving specific directions about you not talking about certain things? Yeah. Isn't that also a little unethical? Totally. I mean, if you're going to say one is wrong, you got to say the other <laughs> yeah. is. Because one feels a little bit more wrong. <laughs> Especially the lawyer. because he's like involved in it. Like Donald Trump's involved in the case, essentially, right? In like, the- like, well, like for, for like the people he's paying the lawyers for, right? It's yeah. For January 6th. Yes, he's paying for their lawyers to sway. So like the, the LinkedIn founder doesn't have any, like, does he have, you know what I mean? Yeah, there's no dog so in the fight. This almost seems like... Even Trump funding lawyers seems way even more shady than this lady getting her like legal stuff funded, you know? Yeah, exactly. Because like lawyers are expensive, dude. And like if you have like a strong case against someone, like money shouldn't stop you, you know? So I feel like if this lady wants to find funding for her lawyers mm-hmm. and like there's no ethical, you know, like the Lincoln founder isn't involved in any of this, like right. I don't see a problem. Yeah. And if they're not, you know, and here's the thing if, if that if that funding isn't directly affecting the decisions being made by the lawyers yeah. that's that's where you're cuz yeah. okay if she's paying a lawyer to do and say specific things for a specific agenda that is wrong yeah if she's helping a woman pay for a lawyer because the woman couldn't pay on her own because they that that person thought that there's a case yeah that's you know, make an argument if you will, whatever. But totally. we live in a world where people like Donald Trump can just throw money at problems and make them go away. And to the idea that somebody says, "Hey, look, I've got some money, and I'd like to throw it at at him not being able to make this problem go away." <laughs> yeah. You know, that's some. There's something to be said there. Absolutely. But if you know, if they're if they're directly influencing <laughs> the lawyers in the case, that's where it gets <laughs> yeah. problematic. And we have. Proof that that at least with the Cass- Cassidy Hutchinson case, we have proof that the lawyers that were provided by Donald Trump were influencing her testimony directly. Mm, yeah, uh, and that's that's a known fact now. Yeah. Uh, so you know, like I said, there's obviously arguments that could be my- made either way about whether or not this is ethical, but for them to be made by Donald fucking Trump, <laughs> yeah, uh, is yeah. just you know a- another level to the hypocrisy that that these people are are so able to blind themselves to mm-hmm. and still just chuck out their fucking money to this guy. Yeah. I mean, how much more proof do they have to be given that that he's tricked them, that he's grifting them before oh. they, they see it? There is no proof. You know what I mean? There I don't isn't. think there isn't any. Yeah. Yeah. It's the team sport. It's the brainwashing. It's like, I don't know. I think eventually, like, uh, maybe the cold reality that he's not going to get elected and they might have to live under another Democrat president. You know, like, yeah. like if they see that, like, oh, there's no way he can get reelected, I'm going to vote for Ron DeSantis. Like, it, it won't be a decision, like, against Trump. They won't ever think that, ooh, Trump's he a bad was person wrong. now. Yeah. It'll just be like, oh, 
Trump's been, I still love Trump's him, but I got to yeah. like, we got to get the Democrats win. have won and he's not going to like they've held him back. He's not going to win this. Barf. So we better vote for Ron because he's the only chance of beating Biden or whoever. You well, know? he might have just fucked himself with that six week ban that he signed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here these the the Republicans He's have given themselves the <laughs> well, and they've given themselves a real quandary by by basically saying that the path to the Republican nomination leads to a very rocky road in a general election exactly. because of all the bullshit yes. you have to do and say to get that Republican nomination. That's yeah. just like that's the Republican Party right now. It's like you have to do batshit stuff to get elected for your party. <laughs> but then if you have to but run against... so bad shit, they yeah. can't, because the, guess what? The most of the world does not believe in your bad shit ideas. Yeah. Or most of the country. Inside. Your base is not as big as you think it is. Yeah, but you have, but like the Republican base is. Yeah. So their math is all fucked up. It is. And I love it. <laughs> math is a real bitch, ain't it? <laughs> Numbers well, like, and how, they, how they don't lie. Yeah, we have alternative math. <laughs> Fucking alternative facts. You remember that shit? Yeah. God damn. Uh, I don't remember. It's still around. I know. Uh, but I just remember the first time she said that shit oh, on yeah. live TV. Yeah. I remember being like, what did she just say? Alternative like, facts. Like I was watching it live and I remember being like, this bitch. This is, yeah. <laughs> she really just said alternative facts. What the fuck? Um, Trump got deposed by for I believe like eight hours or so by Letitia James in oh, the yeah. uh, in the and from what I read, he was not. <laughs> if you're innocent, why are you taking the Fifth Amendment? <laughs> they said he didn't take the Fifth. Ooh, all right. At least on I don't know if on everything, but uh, yeah. I would imagine that if he was taking the fifth, it wouldn't have lasted uh, eight hours. That's true. Um, Unless had a lot of questions. But Donald, you know, he likes to try and defend himself. So yeah. you know he perjured himself a bunch of times. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, those depositions can be used. Mm -hmm. uh, all the shit can be used in, in a civil case. Nice. Uh, yeah. It's not like, uh, you know, in a, in a criminal case proceeding where they can usually not use that stuff yeah uh civil depositions i believe i might be wrong on that but yeah all that stuff can be can be used to prove so guilt there might be some juicy stuff there i mean his company was already convicted of this basically oh, yeah, right, and, yeah. and and now they're they're suing him for 250 mil yeah uh it's a nice little chunk of change. Uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, he's uh, he's going to have to do a, another big grift. Yeah, he's going to have to get another big yeah, grift to get that. another controversy to come up he's got to raise money for. Uh, but yeah, so we've got the E. Jean Carroll case coming. We've got that civil case in New York. we got the Stormy Daniels case. Uh, obviously, there's going to be, it's going to be months before anything happens there. But yeah. Uh, and then you got Jack Smith looking into more and more stuff. Um the, the the idea of Jack Smith not coming down with indictments is looking less and less likely. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the fact that he's now going into all that fundraising and stuff, mm. like, there's no fucking way <laughs> that there was not a crime committed that he can prove. Oh, yeah. In my opinion, in my opinion, there's no way that he's not going to be able to prove <laughs> a long list mm -hmm. of criminal activity. Uh, this is not a guy that fucks around. This yeah. is a guy that's getting facts and he's getting lots of Good them. At his job. Um, he, you know, he was just able to um, 
interview a bunch of Trump staffers. Yeah, you know, because the judge ruled that uh, that he could talk to Stephen Miller and uh, Scavino and Mark Meadows and all those motherfuckers. Yeah, um, and you know, if they're pleading the fifth, then that's really just strengthening <laughs> his, his case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're not supposed to to use to like. That's not supposed to, you know, sway a jury. But like, I mean, if you're a human being and you're seeing every person close to him <laughs> yeah. saying, "I don't want to answer this question because it might incriminate me in a crime." Yeah, all these people possibly committed a crime. Yeah, yeah, uh, or but are these he people did. Worried? Yeah, they're worried that they might be implicated in, in that they committed a crime if they answer a question about whether or not Trump committed a crime. <laughs> exactly. Hard it, to think that he didn't so commit a crime. Your, imagine all of your friends and family and everyone you know having to plead the fifth because of shit they've done for you. And then having everybody go, everyone else is lying. Yeah. And they made uh, everyone around him. Lying. No one's done anything bad. Boy, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know what, though? We we were at least given one gift this week, and that is pudding fingers. Pudding fingers. Pudding fingers. <laughs> Just let it roll off the tongue. Yeah. Pudding By fingers. that, I mean your fingers filled with pudding. I don't know if I can ever eat a cup of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Not without a spoon for sure. I don't think I've ever once stuck my nasty fingers in a pudding cup. Maybe as a child? I mean, I'm fat, so I do all kinds of gross stuff. I will occasionally, like, if it was something really delicious, and I'm sure. like, I am not done eating this, I will do a, like, sweep, right? Like, of the, no, the finger, sure, like, a, a single thing. Yeah, a little, like, sweep of the cup to, a like, finger spatula. <laughs> That's right. I'm not making the three finger uh, no, you're not, shovel. You're not sexually assaulting your fucking pudding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm not triple digging um, like a pudding. <laughs> you're not gaping your pudding with your fucking fingies. Yeah. Ew. Like, just was he like a uh, fist a bowl of chili? Like, what is he? <laughs> I get to see him like eating a handful of chili. Like, Ron, that's really hot. <laughs> Oh, I don't care. It's so good. I'm so hungry. <laughs> pouring it, pouring it into his mouth. <laughs> I'm Cup. so hungry. Yeah. Dang, Ron. Why don't they feed you? <laughs> every meeting, he does this. Every meeting gets shit everywhere. <laughs> so good. Um, did you have an album wreck for this week? I do have an album nice. wreck for this week. Let me get the exact name. So I, um, once again, I've been continuing my my playlist of my life, my lifelong playlist, and. Um, Daniel Johnston, are you familiar with Daniel Johnston? Who he is? I know the name. So Daniel Johnston, I forget what year he passed in the two thousands, I think. But the name of the album is the late great Daniel Johnston, um, discovered, covered. So as a CD, it was two CDs. One CD is uh, Daniel Johnston's original songs. Okay. And the second CD is um, contemporary artists like covering him. There's a great documentary about oh, Daniel people Johnston covering too. him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's so there's cool. A, there's a great uh, documentary about Daniel Johnston called The Devil and Daniel Johnston. So he. Recorded mostly in the 80s and 90s, and he was just like uh, he was severely mentally ill. You think he lived with his mom for most of his life, and mm. he had like just fucking melody inside him, right? This guy wrote like beautiful songs, and he was like poor. He used like toys as instruments a lot of time, and he recorded on just like cheap recorders and stuff. But he and he loved the Beatles and he loved these like kind of like Beatles like melodies and mm -hmm. and uh, and through a lot of his songs you can hear. But there's some of the like just like raw recordings like there's just like so like thin you know there's like no depth yeah. to them. But like you can still hear like the melodies in his voice and his lyrics are great. So it's interesting listening to his covers and this kind of like emotional core. 
and then seeing what these bands like do with his songs. And I love cover songs anyway because yeah. I love when a, a band can take a work and then like make it their own. Yeah. And because his work is so just like primal and elementary, like it leaves so much space for these like bands to take. So there's some like great songs on there. Like one of my favorite Beck songs ever is him covering Daniel Johnson on this album. So nice. Check it out. It came out in 2004. It's so called it's Discovered good. and Covered. It's called uh, The Late Great Daniel Johnston. Discovered and covered. Yeah, got discovered, it. covered. No and there, sorry. Got it, got it, But it's got, got it. bands like uh, Teenage Fan Club, Clem Snide, um, The Eels, TV on the Radio, uh, Calvin Johnson from Beat Happening, Bright Eyes, Death Cab, Beck, right. Sparkle Horse and Flaming Lips. So those are the kind of artists. Nice, like, okay. 2000s. I love Bright Eyes. Yeah. Uh, all right, nice. Um, for this week, I'm going to uh, recommend a little joint from uh, 2018, I believe. Uh this band is called Idols. Oh, yeah. uh, they are super, super British. Uh, I always <laughs> yes. love whenever a singer is so British that they don't lose their accent <laughs> yeah. when they sing. I think you're talking about that before. Yeah, I love oh, that. I love that shit. For some reason, I just I love that shit when he's like, no, nah, it's still there. <laughs> um, but they uh, there's a specific song on that album that I've been listening to a lot this week. Uh, uh, been been talking with my therapist about uh, being nicer to myself. Oh yeah. And uh, uh, I'm very nice to those around me, but I'm not always as nice to myself. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's tough. And uh, the first line of this song called Television says, uh, he says, if someone talked to you the way you do to you, I'd put their teeth through. Love yourself. <laughs> and I love that shit. Hell yeah. It's a good mantra. Uh, it's a really, really good song. Yeah. Um, all of their songs are very... Um, you know they're they're all about like social issues and 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 different things in life and uh, uh, you know tragedy and trauma and and different things mm -hmm. and friendship and love and immigration and toxic masculinity and you know the album goes all over the place and it's fucking beautiful and yeah. I love the idols especially um, if you watch videos of them live it just seems like they're a band that is um, a little bit more than just going to a show it's more of like an experience nice you know it's more of like um, you know, especially with a band that is that on uh, on the nose with uh, their views. Yeah, you know, you're in a room with like minded people, yeah. and 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 in those moments, it tends to get very um, cathartic and, yeah. and 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 moving. It's like a good church. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah, totally. Um, so yeah, Joy as an Act of Resistance is the name of the album. It's a great name for an album. Yeah, Joy as an Act name. of Resistance. Um, and the uh, band's called Idols. The way you describe their live show reminds me of Death Grips live show. Oh yeah, I've heard that about them Which too. I, I'm really, I just wanted to bring up Death Grips because I got tickets to the yeah. show in Tulsa, and it was one of my. I've seen them once before, and after that concert, I was like, "This is one of my favorite bands now because Fuck of yeah. their concert." Because I love when that happens. Real quick, I just want to because I want to advocate ahead. for this. Yeah, Death Grips. They have no opening act. If yeah. they say at eight, this show starts at eight. They play for one hour straight. They stop at nine. No encore. Lights on. You go home. It's like they play for an hour, and it's like fucking an hour of just like energy yeah. and just like the audience is just like the whole fucking audience is you're just into you're it. You're gonna sweat. And like the music you're is gonna, just like yeah. loud, and it's like kind of hip hop and industrial, and it's yeah. just like so fucking rap. But it's, I love it. Like be there at eight because that shit's starting at eight. But guess what? You're going home at nine, baby. And I love yeah. that because I wake up at two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Uh, you'll like this then, uh, Pup. Uh, you know, uh, they're, they're a punk band out of Toronto. I, yeah. I, I love Pup. Yeah. Their live shows are very similar to uh, to just being sort of like an experience. Um, but they, uh, they come right out at the beginning of their show 
uh, and they're like, "All right, uh, we're pup. Uh, we don't do encores. Uh, we don't do that rock star bullshit." Hell yeah! Uh, so when we say this is our last song, this is our last song. <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And so they're like, "Yeah, we don't do that rock star bullshit. We're just playing straight through." I think uh, it, I think encore should be over for everyone. Yeah, donezo. Just it's don't. So, it's not a thing. If it's a true encore, like fucking go for it. Yeah, like I feel like there's no true encore. No, it's never real. It's fake. It's always staged. Like you always know they're gonna do it. Like and my favorite band ever is Coheed, and they do it every show. And yeah. and I know what songs they're gonna do for the encore every yeah. time now. Like it's so predictable that I'm like, guys, just, just don't play them. Just play <laughs> yeah. a longer set. Like yeah. you know, like. If you need a breather, like, yeah. Oh no, if they want to take an uh, an act break in the middle or whatever. Yeah, like, I'm fine with like, that. Just play a longer I gotta show. go pee. You know, yeah. <laughs> we don't need that shit. Where yeah. like, uh, make me come back. Will they come back? Yeah. Out? Oh, you got to clap hard yeah, enough. Yeah, we got to Tinkerbell this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Bands are like Tinkerbell. <laughs> you must love me, or you uh, will get these favorite songs. That's so funny. Like they're holding out their like best songs. <laughs> You think you show their love to like them? if you don't clap hard enough, you're not going to hear "Welcome Home." <laughs> <laughs> That's the one of the songs they they end. They pretty much end every show with that song. Nice. Uh, like clockwork. Um, anyways, that's it for us. Uh, of course, uh, you can listen to all the other shows on olaministries.com. We have so many different things. Uh, of course, our flagship podcast, Opinions Like A-Holes, with myself and Hilton Price. Uh, Hilton's a busy little bee. He's got three other podcasts that's now. Right. He's got uh, the People Person's Paper Podcast, which is a show where they uh, we're uh, episode by episode through the office. Um, I will be back soon for the uh, the um, Pam's wedding episode, Pam and Jim's wedding oh, episode. Yeah. Uh, titled Niagara, uh, and I will be there for that. And then, of course, he's also got a OK Geek, which is uh, your weekly uh, uh, source for geek news, um, comic books, and video games, and that sort of thing. Cool. And then uh, Stories with Mom, which is a really fun show where uh, he and the co-host of People Persons Paper Podcast, Brian Sittler, sit down with Hilton's mom, Elise, <laughs> uh, who's a lovely lady who's had a, a hell of a life. Uh, she's got so many uh, amazing stories. Cool. Um, and so it's called Stories with mom and they're sitting down with her and just having her regale them with tales from her life and uh I love it. and uh yeah it should be a, a a really neat journey too uh you know uh for for hilton and his mom yeah I think. yeah I, you know recording that together totally uh and then, sharing stories with with people especially like family i think is yeah, you know, and, and people forget how 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 interesting just normal people's lives have been sometimes, totally. you know? Yeah. You meet someone that on the surface seems just so, so normal, you know, and that yeah. this, like, 65-year-old, whatever, however old person, and they seem so normal, and then you start talking to them about their life, and they're like, yeah, I partied with Hendrix in Germany, and, yeah. you know, like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Especially if it's someone you've known, I would say parent, but it doesn't have to be a parent, someone you've known your whole life since yeah. a child, because, like, when you're a kid, you see adults as very, like, two-dimensional. Squares, and, uh, yeah. And then they'll learn, like, all this crazy shit they were doing while oh, you yeah. knew them is, yeah. is great. Uh, my, my father-in-law. Uh, uh, knew him for multiple years before I found out that he was in uh, Boy Scout stuff with uh, Dennis Rader, BTK killer. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, Boy Scout stuff with uh, BTK. Well, like yeah, he they <laughs> were both the uh, scout leaders, yeah. and they would go oh, to like the, the leaders would gather for like you know scout stuff where they would mm -hmm. basically I don't know be given the fucking here's a scout agenda <laughs> for this year. Here's how many kids you can fuck. No, kidding, oh, kidding, 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 kidding. Uh, he um met and like. 
he was just like, uh, I don't remember how it came up, but he was very cavalier about like <laughs> having met the BTK killer. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. He's like, oh yeah, I went to a few conventions. <laughs> I have questions. And he was just like, yeah, he seemed really normal and boring. And I was like, oh, he wasn't. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's fucking gnarly. Um, so yeah, you never know how interesting people's lives have, have been. So it's, it's really yeah. neat to see that, that come to fruition. Love it. Uh, so yeah, keep checking out everything here on olaministries.com and we will see you, um, probably in two weeks. We might have to take next week off. Uh, so we will either see you next week or in two weeks. Uh, but we love you. Stay safe, stay aware, and we'll see you then. Maximum News is a production of OLA Ministries. All original music written, performed, and recorded by Kintz.